0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the greatest show on earth. I'm your co-host, Caleb Griffin. I'm your other co-host, Evan Lytle. And we have a brand new show to talk about, but the first thing we got to do is cue the theme song. on
1: boat, that we don't boat, on boat, that we don't own. it's Caleb and Evan. and Evan and Caleb we're on a boat and we don't own it turners on a boat turners on a boat turners, turners on a boat,
0: boat that, we that we don't own did you happen to listen to Caleb AM yesterday I did happen to listen to Caleb AM yesterday what a fire non- a fire episode oh no oh no got it if you ever get a chance to plunge a car you should do it. It is one of the most fun things I've ever done <laughs> in my life. Like, and that's no joke. It was so much fun. But anyways, we gotta get into She-Hulk because we have two episodes we to talk do. about. First one came out last week, second one came out today. Um and so far the reviews have tanked pretty hard. Yeah. Um, I read that 31, I think that's what the article said. I'll pull it up to make sure. But I'm pretty sure it said 31.9 percent of the reviews are one star, which wow is crazy to me. Um, not that I think the show is fantastic, but I do think that um, that's a little too much hate for the show. yes, yeah. I mean it's just the way it's written. It's a it's kind of like a comedy. It's going to be kind of political in that sense and you're either gonna like it you don't me personally i don't care for all that stuff but so far the show's been interesting enough for me to want to watch it
1: i like it the first episode was not thrilling
0: and i'll go into
1: that i'll go into that when we actually review it yeah Uh, but i mean like overall i think it's gonna be i think it's gonna be pretty good Uh, Mm -hmm. Miss Marvel, like I didn't think it'd be something I was gonna be interested in, and now I watched it and I was like, Oh, this is actually, I liked it. It was very good. She Hulk's kind of, yeah, She Hulk, it's only gonna be like six episodes, I think. Nine,
0: six or seven, nine. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. I looked it up, Uh, they're only 30 minutes long. Like the other ones are normally like hours. This one's like 30 minutes, yeah, like seven. Well, the
1: first one was like 45, I think, but it it was like Uh. seven minutes or I. Maybe I don't I don't have, yeah. I don't actually remember. I'd have to check. But today's was only like twenty three minutes
0: long. I was very surprised. Yeah. Uh me and Caleb were talking about that other earlier and he's like he said for superhero shows that doesn't really work. Like it needs to be longer. Yeah. But 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 it's not really like a superhero I mean it is a superhero
1: show, but it's uh it's kind of a mix between a superhero show and a comedy, so
0: you're right. It's uh the comedy for me. There's been a couple of times, especially in the second episode, where I did laugh. First episode, I did not. The comedy wasn't hitting for me. Um, second episode, though, I did laugh a pretty good amount of times. So um, it, I think it's going to get better. The same with, like, almost every single Disney Plus show we've had so far, with a couple of exceptions. They all start out pretty bad, um, yeah. and they get better. Uh, for Like I said, with a few exceptions, Hawkeye, in my opinion, did not have a bad episode. There wasn't an episode of Moon Knight I didn't – I said I don't like, but the the show did get better as it continued, like most Disney Plus yep. shows tend to do. Miss Marvel, I didn't care for it the first couple episodes, but I started liking it. It's just – I'm optimistic that it's going to be good. Phase 4 has been a bad phase in general for the MCU, so if this show does not get better, it's not that big of a deal to me because uh, it's Phase 4. Like, we just got to get to Phase 5 at this point. And yeah. hope it gets better. I mean, I really just think it's going to end on a banger with Conda Forever,
1: possibly. Because uh, it's, I mean, we only have like a two-minute trailer. Yeah. Um, you know, so Phase 4 is just, it's a huge mix. It's a big half and half. Yeah. And truth be told, I think the lower half is majority of it. Like, it's kind of mid-half. Like, Moonlight was really cool. But, like, the coolest fighting scenes, you don't even get to watch. They're like right. cut out. It's so so which kinda made it interesting, but it's also kinda like I wanted to see that. <laughs> <laughs> uh and then like She Hulk I think it's gonna be a fun little watch. Uh especially for the characters that they're gonna introduce. Like just the out of nowhere characters. Yeah. We still gotta what Daredevil's supposed to be somewhere I know. in the show. He's he's supposed to be a little comedic. And like some people are taking huge offense to that, but like Yeah they got they got to understand like he's not that dark and gritty like yeah mm-hmm. he is but like even netflix's daredevil joked around some he's more like batman like he'll, he'll tell like a joke right. but it's kind of like rare so i think people would need to kind of like let go of that concept of like the netflix only version because even agree. he told jokes like like Daredevil's not this hard hearted person like he's not it's just No Marvel character that's a hero really is besides, like, Punisher or Ghost Rider. Yeah, that's true.
0: All of them have, like, like a little life-hearted side to them. So I think it'll it'll
1: be interesting to see that.
0: And I think people are kind of worried with that about Daredevil portraying that kind of comedic part in the Born Again series. Uh, Yeah. I don't think he will because the Born Again comics, you don't really see a joking Daredevil because of all the crap that's happening in his life this is daredevil before that i'm assuming yeah i'm assuming that born again is going to be after he his appearance in she-hulk in the timeline uh i mean i'm I'm pretty sure that's confirmed i don't know uh but or also you know we could totally see a comedic daredevil turn into a dark and brooding type of daredevil because of all the stuff that's going to happen to him um you know but it's the mcu you're going to have characters make jokes you're going to have all sorts of stuff like that and um Sometimes the comedy falls flat, and sometimes it doesn't. I'm excited to see a funnier Matt Murdock, you know?
1: hmm Or also just, like, this is She-Hulk's show. Like, they could make him, like, a little comedic, and then in the Daredevil show, he's going to be his own character. So it'll exactly. be okay.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, I'm still excited to see Daredevil. Um, in the recent – in the past year, I've grown to love Daredevil more than I used to. I just – not that I hated him or anything. It's just I wasn't that huge a Daredevil fan. This year it has been different. Um, So I'm very excited. Uh, I know he's one of your favorite superheroes. Oh, yeah. So uh, let's go ahead and jump into episode number one. Evan, I want to hear from you. What are, like, what's your consensus on the episode, I guess? Uh, I mean,
1: I, I thought it was kind of a good introduction. Mm-hmm. The thing that I, like, struggled with was, like, I get the message of, like, it's not anti-men. It's, like, anti-jerk men. Like, guys are just, like, (laughs) jerks all the time. Like, you know? Yeah. But, like, the problem with the episode was that they made every male in the episode a jerk. A jerk. Except for Bruce. Yeah. And even then, they made him, like, giving her a hard time. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I get the message, but you don't got to use it with every single male character in this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wasn't crazy about how she became She Hulk, like she got cut and Bruce got cut and their blood mixed. Uh, yeah. but truth be told, I think it makes more sense than the
0: comic version, which I don't remember off the top of my head, but I know it was kind of goofy. It was a blood and inf- view, like they t- intentionally did that, hoping to I forgot yeah. what exactly, but they intentionally put the blood in her, yeah, and she became a Hulk, but not to make her the Hulk. So I'm not, I don't remember quite what it is, yeah. But anyways, keep going. I-
1: uh and then i didn't really like like how that happened like the spaceship appeared and then just kind of like caused the accident and then disappears yeah. like you don't know where it went uh i mean it was a good little intro to her character but like the thing that i've found with both episodes is that they end on like kind of cliffhangers or like just bland endings like you're gonna give me that and then like the episode's over so it just, i agree but you. she she punches uh Titania or whatever and just like all right
0: and then it ends my thing is like for one what was that flying sidekick that Titania had yeah like, how was she staying in the air that long um that was just one thing I took away from it I also agree with you about how she became She-Hulk I did not like the they just both happened to get cut and their blood mixed. um yeah. I also I don't like how she didn't have to go through the process of becoming chi hulk like that she just instantly knew how to handle yeah. everything. Like you you I did mean, a I... flashback, right? You could have made yeah. that flashback years ago and show her, you know, going through what Bruce did or even months ago. But in the span of days, she just instantly knew how to control yeah. herself and be the Hulk. And that's, that's just not what I like to see from like a whole character you know um yeah and I mean I kind of understood the point they're
1: making but it goes along with like the every dude in the episode was a jerk like that she had that she was just like I've dealt with this my whole life it's like yeah but you're not dealing with
0: being a Hulk you're just you've never with, dealt like, with having... gamma radiation before yeah like you know that was my one takeaway like not my one takeaway there were multiple takeaways um the comedy in the first episode fell flat to me um, yeah like the, like not the a fourth lot wall of breaks
1: felt like out of place for me like they're just kind of yeah. like there it wasn't really like it wasn't really jokes
0: it was just kind of like yeah this is happening like a little like side break i was okay with the fourth wall breaks I, when they said yeah. they were doing them like she's one of the characters in the comic books who actually did fourth wall breaks yeah um so i wasn't upset when they said they were going to do it i just thought they were going to be bad in the first episode like i didn't they didn't make me cringe i wasn't upset with the four wall breaks not that i needed them but i was okay with them being there um as for like the story this story goes you obviously see bruce still kind of struggling with missing uh tony and the other avengers and stuff i thought yeah the one joke that made me laugh was the whole ongoing joke about captain america's virginity um yeah but then again that didn't make sense because obviously he's not a virgin (laughs) But Which
1: they re- they revealed in the end credits scene, <laughs> just to do another, like, F-bomb cutoff, which was, yeah. it was just kind of out of place, but it, it made me laugh. Along it with, was funny. Like, the, the funniest part in the whole first episode was Smart Hulk saying, bruh,
0: <laughs> it got me, like, out of nowhere, he was like, bruh, and I was like, I was dead. That's so funny. As far as first episodes go, comparing it to other first episodes... Um, it did a good job of explaining to me what was going on. Like, WandaVision, and I know it was intentional the way they did it, I hated the first episode of WandaVision. I was so confused. Like, obviously, there's something else happening here. But what the Mm -hmm. crap is this? Why are we getting a 1940s sitcom that just made no sense? This episode, kind of different. wasn't a good episode. I think I ranked it at, like, 4 or 5 out of 10. Yeah, um, I gave it about four and four and a half. Yeah, but it was a good introduction. Um, I was really hoping to know more about the crime uh, yeah. case, the, the trial that was going on, because I feel like that has some more importance than we're knowing. The spaceship was just kind of out of place, and Bruce didn't even think anything about it. He was just like, probably just a Sicarian aircraft. They're probably yeah, trying to reach like, me or something. Yeah. I was like, like, you you know, when you're a Hulk, these things happen. Like, what? (laughs) What? I mean, you know. And I don't know. Like, she just she didn't want to be a superhero to begin with, and she didn't want to have to take on that role. And then her friend just so easily persuaded her to do her thing, turn into the She Hulk, and well,
1: that was. They kind of dive into that in episode two. Like, she kind of had to just save mm-hmm. him. I mean, she didn't have to, but, I mean, she would have let him get hit by a giant bench or whatever it
0: was. Yeah. That was just kind of weird to me. Um, that's really all I have on the first episode. Uh, like I said, it wasn't that great. The fight, the CGI looks bad. Um, yeah. But that's part of Marvel's employees all – leaving because of all the content they're putting out and they can't keep up. Um, It's a problem that Kevin Feige needs to fix before they launch Phase 5. We can move on to Episode 2, if you like, because Episode 2 was a lot better.
1: Yeah, I really
0: enjoyed Episode Mm -hmm. 2. Starting with comedy, because that's the least important part of the show to me. Um, Comedy was hilarious. The whole, here's a map of how to get to the best toilet for pooping. Yeah, That that made me, I died uh, when it happened. And um, look who it is <laughs> it's kale blad
1: it's from the star caleb of the beach
0: crew. from caleb a.m bye. bye thanks for stopping by <laughs> so, yeah. um uh the whole pooping part that that made me laugh i her family was funny to me um yeah, ched ched made me laugh. you got fired <laughs> you weren't supposed to bring it up you said you to bring, bring it
1: up
0: yeah the comedy was good um there were funny moments there were times that i laughed Um, my one thing, I mean, my one big problem, it's really two problems I have with the whole episode. One, Bruce was just on a spaceship. Somehow he had cell reception in space. I mean, it was was the spaceship that like came to get him. Yeah. yeah." He's like, yeah, I
1: won't be back for a while.
0: Yeah. And he just like, why is he going back to space? We had an entire like two years of him missing in space, not knowing what was going on. And the creator of the show, I read an article. She did an interview like, people want to know what Bruce was up to in space. No, we don't. We know what he was up to in space. He was the whole. He was gladiating. Fighting, yeah. Yeah, Like, we know what he was doing. We don't want to see him gladiating more. That's what we have the Shang-Chi fighting ring for now. Like, they are doing. Well, I've heard that it's supposed
1: to set up World War Hulk which is him fighting which is a, it's a cool comic i really like it and the movie yeah. but it's not the same because like the illuminati sent him to space because they're like yeah you're too dangerous yeah but also like smart hulk in the world war hulk line does not fit does. <laughs> like this isn't you're right this is an angry powerful hulk and it was just kind of like why are you trying to set that up when
0: you have a whole show to be focusing on with she i agree and it's I don't like it because I wanted Bruce to play more of a part in this show because he's one of the main Avengers that we haven't seen a whole lot of compared to the other ones. Um, yeah, he only had the one movie, and it wasn't even him; it was Edward Norton. Um, I know, and
1: they're like they're connecting it, which is like it's cool, but they're not the same
0: whole. <laughs> yeah, it's. I like Mark Ruffalo better personally, but like I want to see more of his story and not him and being smart Hulk in space. Keep him on Earth for crying out loud! Like you're already doing, you already have too many storylines going all over the place right now in the MCU. You have the Ten Rings that haven't been discussed. You got all this multiverse crap. Now you got She Hulk. You got Daredevil coming in. You have Valentina doing her thing. You got a whole organization trying to take back the place of the Blimp. You got a Celestial coming to Earth and taking people away. Like you got a Celestial coming. Like you have,
1: yeah you got a celestial sticking out of the earth (laughs) like but i will give this episode credit because they actually they finally like focused on it like when she's on like her computer there's like a website article that's like why is there a giant dude sticking out of earth like finally someone addressed it it's been like four things of content (laughs)
0: that that is true it's just there's so many storylines right now in the mcu that we know nothing about and we are years away from secret wars and. Uh, age was it King Age of Kang or whatever it's called? Uh, King the King Dynasty. The Kang Dynasty. Sorry, yeah. Um, we are still a few like two years a two or three years away from that, or four maybe. I think it's twenty twenty six, so four years away. You have four years to connect all these storylines somehow. Yeah. Do you really think? And you're adding more. Like yep. I'm sure there's some I haven't even mentioned yet that I've talked about in previous episodes. Do you really think that? with losing a bunch of your employees because they can't keep up with the content you're putting out, with all these storylines that you've added that you're going to keep adding, you can bring this all together by 2026. And if you keep adding stuff, like is Hulk going to be in outer space for Secret Wars? Yeah. Like, you know, it's just too much. And I don't see the point in taking them back to outer space. Um, so that was my yeah. one one of my problems with the episode. My other problem with the episode is Everyone was just like, oh, yeah, She Hulk. Yeah, She Hulk. She Hulk's awesome. But, like, where is this for every other superhero? They got a bunch of hate because they would, because places would get destroyed and they couldn't fix it. But even though they saved all their lives, they're always like those people who are like superheroes are bad, which is what brought on the Sokovia Accords and saw this and that. And She Hulk has to face none of that, which is a big part of being a superhero. Like, you have to go through those trials and turmoil of the people not being on your side when you're just trying to help them. And she gets, she punches, she makes one punch. Literally. And she's now this know, huge celebrity that everyone She loves.
1: saved, like, she saved 12 people. Which, granted, I mean, I'd rather save twelve people than, like, no one at all. But, like, yeah. Just like, oh, yeah, she saved a jury for a case. And then she won the case. And I was like, oh, it's biased because you know, she saved the jury.
0: So, yeah. Um, those are just my two big problems with the episode. Everything else, I like the the story was better. The fourth wall breaks. I mean, they were just exactly the same. We're finally we got to see Abomination again, yeah. or not? And he was well. Yeah, um,
1: yeah.
0: And Mil Blonsky. Blonsky I kind
1: really, of yeah. I kind of like his um uh like his take on like kind of like a Wanda point of view yeah multiverse. like that's not fair because everybody regards you as a hero and then i'm in trouble It's like yeah that's no. that's a fair point and then at the end it's like oh yeah he
0: broke out <laughs> it was like your government's the government that told me to do this and i yeah. was wondering like if he's been in this super max prison how the freak was he fighting wong in shang chi well, like he, i was so confused he uses, but he uses the portal remember yeah because then um, he puts him back I remember. Yeah, that's true. I was so confused. And and they showed it at, at the end of the episode yeah. when she looked at the news. But, yeah, keep
1: going. I'm just, I definitely think uh, GLK and H is up to something. Like, For sure. As soon as, as soon as she took the case,
0: he's like, oh, yeah,
1: turn on the news.
0: <laughs> and then he was like, yeah. oh, yeah, he
1: broke out. I'm like, yeah, they're, they're up to something. And
0: I think that's where Matt Murdock is going to come in and try to be like, hey, this is what yeah. needs to happen and all that um i'm excited for the lawyer stuff too. honestly like i love Wonder, very, yeah. and it's it's all cool to me but i mean i like the episode overall um it opens up some cool stuff we get to see maybe shang chi something about shang chi comes along um yep. i don't know I'm, I, I'm excited for the rest of the show honestly it's i think it's in a good place after episode two we got seven episodes left and um there was something else I had on my mind. If it comes back up, I'll just interrupt you. But um, <laughs> you can go ahead with a uh, your consensus on episode two. I liked seeing Abomination.
1: That
0: uh, was cool. He was hilarious. Then, it, same,
1: yeah, he was very hilarious, honestly. <laughs> but it was just it really reminds you that like his Abomination versus Smart Hulk is not going to be the same as like Edward Norton's Hulk versus Abomination. It just it's not. <sighs> uh which is a little disappointing but i don't even know if we'll see those two face off again we probably won't if i had to guess because no not if he's in space and
0: he's on earth you know yeah like i'm sure she hulk will fight abomination at some point yeah but um it was so funny to me like he was talking about all these haikus he's written and she's on the phone hulk and he's like (laughs) yeah he he actually wrote me (laughs) later yeah that made me laugh so hard i know i was
1: like uh, and then, I mean, yeah, I wasn't fond of like him just being in space and then being like, yeah, he's in space now, again. Yeah. Uh, I mean, truthfully, I, when you look at Ragnarok, I don't even know how a Quinjet made it to space, but it did. You know? <laughs> that
0: far to space, too? Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, unless it didn't, and then some, like, space ravagers found it. I guess I never thought about it that way. Well, didn't they uh, fly the Quinjet back to... No, because he uh he destroyed it. They flew the uh the Sicarian ship back to Asgard. Okay. You're right, or like a a little well, bigger ship because it held all the Asgardian. Either way, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I wasn't really crazy about him going back to space because it's kind of like she still needs a mentor, dude. Like, she's yeah. still kind of new to this. Uh, the family dynamic, the family dinner was pretty funny. Um, and just like it kind of showed like. Possibly, what a real world family with a superhero in it would be like. Same as Miss Marvel. Yeah. Depending on the family dynamic, they're just kind of like, "Yeah, you're not the first Hulk we've dealt with, so you know you got to talk us through things." Yeah, like we're just we're just glad you haven't destroyed like a whole city. And then it's kind of like, "Oh yeah, the Sokovia Accords." <laughs> I mean, just the whole episode as a whole, I'd I'd give it like a seven out of ten. Me too. Uh, it was just it was just it was pretty good. I liked it. Uh you know, nothing like – they don't really focus on her being a superhero just yet. But, I mean, like, I hope they kind of do dive into that some more since it's – It'll get there. It'll get there eventually yeah. for sure. I think um, the next couple episodes when she actually – if she has to go, like, hunt down Abomination, I don't really know lawyers. I don't know if they have to go find their clients, but she is a superhero lawyer. She so. is a
0: superhero lawyer. Um, I think the show is going to be very very good by the end of yeah. it if i combine my two scores the show would be like a 5.7 or a 6 yeah. out of 10 something like that which isn't awful it's just mid yeah. but i mean it's been a very mid phase for marvel which compared to their other phases it's been and that makes it bad because their other phases have been incredible and now you have a mid one um yeah but the show like i said it's not that bad it's just there's a few things that don't make sense the writing doesn't always makes sense yeah um the jokes fell flat in the first episode but the second episode was good um yeah and i think the show's going to get a whole lot better and uh i love the idea of having a superhero lawyer division even if they are bad guys i mean that's still cool so yeah all in all she hulk is going to be okay um is it going to be better than, let's say, Moon Knight, Hawkeye, Miss Marvel, Loki? Probably not. But, yeah. you know, you never know. Miss Marvel came out of nowhere and shocked, shocked me. Like, cause it yeah. was very, very good. And not, not, not oh, a lot of people expected better, it to be. For me, it was just better than Obi-Wan. Which, I mean, like... Way better was, than Obi-Wan.
1: When When I watched the trailer for the two of them... I was like, right. I'll give I'll give Miss Marvel credit because I like the weekend. I don't really like the song, but I like the actual artist. And then I was like and then I watched the Obi Wan trailer. I was like, this is gonna be so cool. It was epic. And then I, and then I end up watching the two of them. I'm like, huh. <laughs> never never
0: would I have thought that I'd like Miss Marvel more than Obi Wan. If you would have told just... me last year that Miss Marvel would have been better than Obi Wan, I would have literally laughed in your face. Yeah, but look at look at where we are i
1: mean it's just like the writing and pacing of the two are completely different like miss marvel i found the pacing to be really good and the writing really good but like all marvel shows pretty much the first two episodes kind of fall flat yeah and then like the first episode of obi-wan i found like pretty good and then anything after i was like
0: huh this is not what i thought it'd be obi-wan was such a big disappointment But speaking of Obi-Wan, Andor comes out very, very soon. Um, The trailer looks incredible. Um, The fact that it's going to be not fan service, but like real people Uh in the galaxy, it makes me me happy. Because I think we can get a very good show off of this. Because we see what happens when you get the two biggest names in Star Wars, Darth Vader and Obi-Wan together. It's supposed to be this huge, awesome show. And it just wasn't. It was bad. And Boba Fett, another huge name in Star Wars, was bad. But the best Star Wars content that's come out probably in years are the two best Star Wars content other than the Clone Wars uh, Season 7, which I guess just the final four episodes. Anyways, two of the best pieces of content that have come out for Star Wars in years have been Rogue One and The Mandalorian, both of which introduce new characters and new stories. And then you get Obi-Wan, which continues his story, and Boba Fett, which continues his story, and they were both bad. Yep. Now we get Andor, who is a newer character who we don't know a whole lot about, and get his story, you know, and I think pirate. it's going to be very good. Yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be a great show, and you know, we all, we all know how his story ends. He dies yep. trying to save the galaxy, just like a bunch of people in the Rebellion that we don't get to see their stories. We don't get to see how they yep. got to the Rebellion, and this is something I'm very excited to see happen, and it's a route Star Wars needs to take yeah I'm very
1: fond of them not going the fan service route because like I was like I've said it before like being brutally honest, obi-wan's not a show that like had to happen, yeah you know like there's no like real reason to give fans like the in between, but they did, and it kind of like it didn't go as well as they thought some people love it, and I feel like they're just kind of like. A bias with the characters of Obi Wan and Darth Vader, like, oh, it's great because it has the two of them. It's like, nah, you could put like Daredevil and Spider Man in the same movie, and you're just not guaranteed to succeed unless it's written like right. Um, but I think Andor is going to be really good, and I like you, I really like the concept of just like exploring these other characters. Like, I like Fallen Order because it was like, here's this you know that survived order 66 what's life like for him you know so mm-hmm. it's kind of like here's these people that are like going through uh the rise of the empire so like what's it going to be like for them
0: right and i think like being a, a diehard star wars fan you know we want to see stories from the past we want to see yeah you know stuff that happens with darth vader we want to see obi-wan but we don't want to see things that ruin other things like yeah, The fact that people were thinking Luke Skywalker was going to actually die. No, he wasn't going to die. Yeah. <laughs> like, are y'all stupid? No, he doesn't die. But, you know, that didn't have to happen. You know, Luke's life yeah. didn't have to be put in danger at that point. Um, but at the same time, I'm very excited for the future of Star Wars because we're going to get more Mandalorian. We're going to get yep. more Andor now. I like new characters coming in. And as much as I want to see, you know, stories from, like, the big Skywalker saga characters, I also, they just haven't been good. And I'd rather see new stories because there's no stories to ruin, you know. With Obi-Wan, there was a lot at stake because you could ruin all this stuff that happened. With Andor, there's not. And the only way you could ruin it is if you say Andor somehow survived the Death Star, which he didn't. Which
1: No. And I feel like that's the whole concept. The one thing that, like, with Rogue One that I wasn't really crazy about was, like, at the end when they tried to do kind of, like, a love story between Jin and Andor, and then they, like, died. So it's kind of, like, and maybe I read, like, too much, like, romantic into it. Maybe they're just kind of, like, friends, but, like, well, you know what? We're going to die here anyway, so. Right. Uh, but, I mean, just Star Wars as a whole, it's, like, both a risk and both not a risk. Because like it's such a big universe that you can go out there and explore, or you can stick to all the localized stuff that everybody's familiar with and try to like play it safe. But if you like do it wrong, then it's not really a safe play. Yeah. And so like Andor is just a like Andor is fresh content with like a character that's like not really known,
0: and you get to explore that universe. Which you is have a lot of- more room to be creative with your stories yeah. and to actually explore things with. A character like Obi Wan, yeah, you're very they, like, limited tried to, get to what too you can creative. do, yeah. Yeah, but okay. I'm very excited for Andor. Star Wars needs a win very badly yeah. right now, so we're, I'm really hoping that this is that for him because I don't want to have to wait till Mando season three to enjoy Star Wars content. Oh, they released that a Dune game is coming out. Uh, I'm not really
1: crazy about it because it's going to be an MMO. and like it's it's just like it's capitalizing off the new audience that was introduced to the dune universe with the recent movie and it's like you don't have to make every single thing just because the movie made money like take your time with something i didn't even like the new dune movie honestly like i mean it's very similar to the book and it was done really well if you've read the book there are some few misses uh but yeah i mean it's like two and a half hours and it like at parts it feels long, because it's just like political stuff, and it's like we just show the fighting, and then you get to see the fight. It's like, oh, that's cool, and then it goes to like them traveling through the desert. I'm like, man, okay, yeah. Uh, and like, just MMOs in general usually experience like a high point for like two weeks, and then it's a burnout. Probably, it probably uh, Like wasn't me personally, happen. yeah. Like me personally, I was. I still am, but like I grinded multiverses like the first two weeks when it came out. And now they finally put uh, Spike from Gremlins and Black Adam in there. And I haven't even touched it. And I'm like, if I get on, I'm just going to get wrecked because there are still people out there who play it. It's like, yeah. Do I need to do this or not? But I think I'll probably hop on just to try them out. Probably Black Adam. I don't know about
0: uh, Spike. But that's also news. There was news that Ubisoft was making a Blade game, and then Ubisoft shut down those rumors and said we're not making a Blade game. Yeah, I know. So that kind of died fast.
1: Yeah, I sent it to you. I was like, dude, we can get a Blade game. We're not making a Blade game.
0: Uh, Yeah. Uh, I wonder wonder who took the time to say, yeah, Blade game, and how people actually believed it. But I don't know how Blade would even work as a video game, honestly. I mean, honestly, I don't know how
1: Wolverine is going to work as a video game but it's by Activision and they like, for me, I feel like Batman the Animated Series is like the Batman story and I feel like the Spider-Man video game is like the Spider-Man, the Spider-Man story. Like, story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, there's like, like the movies are really well done. Like Not all sure. of them, but you know. And like, same with Batman. But like the Animated Series and Spider-Man, the game, were like so well done. With everything that they provided and so spider-man like september 9th that's disney's big like game day right after disney plus day uh so i'm hoping for news on i gotta even think about it till today i'm hoping for news on spider-man 2 of course wolverine of course and then i was like oh yeah fallen order is getting its sequel disney owns star wars maybe we'll get a bunch of stuff yeah yeah very exciting um I'll be yep. most disappointed if, like, the only video game to, like, show something for is, like, Midnight Suns. Because I'm like, I'm not paying 70 bucks for a virtual nah. card game. I don't know who would. Uh, but... Someone would just for the characters. Sure. But all right, not man. I. Well, all I
0: think right. that's about all the news we got. Um, uh, that's all I can think of. Um, thank you guys so much for watching. Please subscribe to Next Topic Media. Our socials will be in the description below. Uh, Check out all the stuff on our channel. Signing off, I'm Caleb Griffin. I'm Evan Lotto. And we'll see you guys on the next one.